Assalamualaikum everyone. Welcome to another episode of our Quran journey where we explore and reflect on the sacred verses of the Holy Quran through Quran tagging, Quran journaling and tadabur. As we are not trained and qualified asatizas, we do not do our own tafsir of the verses that we have selected. Our discussions are aided by tafsir resources such as books and videos. Tonight's episode is quite different than our usual as we have our first guest to the podcast, Shakira of Kira's Cakes Bus. Welcome to the show, Kira. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, so Kira, maybe you can uh, tell us a bit about yourself, like what you do and all that. My mm. profession, I'm a teacher. Uh, I'm a Cikgu Bahasa Melayu uh, in a secondary school somewhere in the northeast. And I do not actually understand why you asked me to. I mean, like there are many more qualified uh, uh, people or sisters that you can actually invite. But I will take uh, the opportunity to make the most out of this experience because I was um, from a madrasa from K1 all the way until Priyu 2. So that's a plus my retain in set one and retake my O-level, blah, blah, blah. So that's 14 years of madrasa education. So I do have um, quite a bit of, uh, how to say, affinity with uh, certain uh, ayat-ayat Al-Quran or surah-surah because we were made to hafal them um, even in, when we were in school. And back then we didn't understand why we had to, uh, but as I grew up, um, a lot of it became a part of me, lah, like the ayats I picked up on. Uh, yeah, That's how I think I hope I can con- contribute lah, to this podcast for tonight. Unlike you, we don't have the background, but I think it's our interest or rather our our goal to be reacquainted with the, with the religion and all that. So we thought yeah. coming together and then, you know, we go through the verses together, our reflections and all that. You know, it makes us more uh, interested to learn more about Islam. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so thanks, Tira, for sharing with us. Um, so you mentioned that you are a teacher, right? Yes. Yes, okay. So what, what else do you do apart from teaching? <laughs> you want me to get into that? Um, okay, um, <laughs> I like cooking and baking and singing. And for some reason, I've managed um, to, to make something out of it. I have a small home-based business where I, I roll out my uh, dishes and bakes uh, weekly. Uh, as much as I, 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 I try to stay consistent now. and I love singing very much and songwriting. Uh, I have like four songs, I think, on, on Spotify and iTunes where I either wrote the full song or co-wrote the songs. They are bilingual in English and Malay, uh, but it is just something I do because I have a passion for it. I like rhyming and like rhyme, writing poems and all that. It's not something that I could uh, or would have made a career of despite it being the easiest thing I think uh, I can do, which is singing. It doesn't even require that much effort, but uh, it's not a path that I took then, nor do I see myself uh, going down that road because I think my mom will have a heart attack if I were to become a singer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, for those who are listening, um, and you, if you're not aware, Kira actually uh, runs her own home-based business. She does bake sale, uh, weekly bake sales, uh, like her, her butter chicken is really good. I've tried other dishes as well. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for buying my dishes. <laughs> 
Yes. So, uh, for tonight's episode, um, you you mentioned that you have some favorite verses from the Quran. Maybe you want to share with us, uh, what is the the favorite verse that you have identified for tonight? Um. Okay. For tonight, I picked from Surah Ar Rahman. Uh, this particular ayat, uh, uh, it was mentioned. I mean, is mentioned uh, 31 times in the 78 ayat of the surah, which is Surah Ar Rahman. And the ayat is um, which means for which uh, which favors of the Lord will you deny? And um, this particular ayat, I think it it, it is a, a very moving ayat for me because in this whole surah, the question is being directed not just to human beings but also to jinn. So Rabbikuma, okay, it's like um, it means plural lah, not uh, human beings and also the the genes and all that, like, it means like makhluk Allah, yeah, the, can I campur with bahasa Melayu here? Or, yeah, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Yeah, so makhluk-makhluk Allah yang wujud dalam dunia ni, yang mungkin tidak memberikan, um, yang mungkin tidak berterima kasih over all the ni'mat yang Allah dah berikan uh, to us lah. All the, we should, like, how we should be content and grateful with all that has been given to us. Yeah, so it is something that I keep referring to in any um, circumstance. Huh? Yeah, it, it, it's very close to me. Which favor mm. of the Lord will you deny? Yeah. It's actually amazing to know that in the Quran, you know, the, the topic of gratitude is mentioned many times. Yeah. And, and, and in Surah Ar-Rahman alone, it's 31 times. Yeah. So it's... It's something that um, the the religion puts of uh, utmost importance in you know being uh, grateful to Allah uh, for you know for whatever blessings or even actually for trials. whatever challenges that yes. yeah trials that we are yeah that that's been uh, put to us yes yeah so maybe you can um, maybe we want to hear from you like um wh- how why do you identify so much with this uh this this verse. From Surah Ar Rahman. Um, I don't know about you guys. I think you ladies are much much younger than I am. Uh, I am uh, nineteen eighty one. You know, which means I'm reaching close to forty. You see, when we were raised by our parents, right? It is by this concept of hauf. Hauf means fear, fear like fear Allah, fear hellfire, fear this, fear that. You know. So as we went along, and because we were taught to fear, it it, it became the religion itself. Islam became something that we we uh, kind of shied away from because like we fear the people who were trying to bring this um, religious aspect to us so, like you know our parents our uncles aunties you know like when we go jalan hari raya we would go visiting or what there will always be the judgy uncles and aunties who's like have you done your salat are you this uh your ngaji is betul ke tidak this and that so it's really hope 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 so as i grew up i realized that we cannot learn to appreciate or love islam if we are taught to just be scared. So we have to look at the mercy, um, the merciful aspect. And Surah Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, it is, uh, you know, ma- like Allah yang maha pemurah lagi maha penyayang. Okay, so much it is emphasized, emphasized in all the surah, all the ayat, uh, that Allah tu penyayang and pemurah and he is merciful. So for everything that he gives to us or he doesn't give us in fact, uh, there is always something for us to be grateful for. And it's not just something I say because there are a million um, self-help memes that we can share nowadays on social media. It's what every self-help person, um, they're telling you now. But Islam 
told this to us like from way back you know from when like um nabino when uh alaihi salam when his wife and and son or was it a daughter when his son, uh, wife and child did not want to follow him on board the ship right um he was he faced disappointment but did he give up you know he kept going and also to about nabi yusuf alaihi salam like when his brothers were all um, against him they were jealous of him you see all these issues are something we can identify with even in current times you know like clashing with family members with siblings dealing with um favoritism this and that uh, dealing with biasness dealing with being criticized the al-quran has taught us uh, uh, that we should be thankful for all this experience because it gets us to the next level of growth and that's what basically we have to do as um a servant of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really to be of service to to mankind to ourselves to those um uh, we are accountable for so i have long um uh, embedded it in my system that no matter what the challenge is, no matter how I have to cry or I feel defeated, I have to be thankful and, and grateful. You know, um, an example would be uh, my father, my late father, he was never, um, he wasn't really a present dad, but there was this once he told me, once day he said to me, you know your name is Shakira, it means Yang Bersyukur. So live up to your name. So since then I took it like, yeah, why am I like, you know, complaining and whining and always, you know, like thinking the world is unfair, la di da. Yeah. So because of that kind of mentality, this ayah, this from this surah, it's one of my favorite surah. Like I would listen to it at least once a week. Uh, to just um you know, just just to remember uh that my purpose and for me to remind others that their purpose is also to be grateful no matter what the challenges. And not just to look at blessings, not just to be um, uh, to look at success and to you know what society uh, tells us success is or happiness is or contentment is. It's not that. It's like what we face daily, you know. And I face a lot of failures uh, in my life, which I think because I embrace them, because I was thankful for them, I'm able to keep moving forward. Yeah, gratitude is something like a lot of us have a problem with to to like practice in our daily lives especially so when when we're faced with trials like yeah how do you how do you like maintain it or how do you get your mindset into it into like how do you train your mindset to be grateful all the time especially so in like the most difficult situation like uh okay i'm just gonna I'm just gonna put an example right. like um I, I i already have a child but i, I want a second child but like um it's been so uh it's been difficult so it's like how do i remain like grateful yeah i just want to know your secret to maintaining gratitude throughout so i'm just assuming the question is directed to me and it's a perfect question actually because when i got married suddenly i was pregnant with my first child right and then seven years after that i just couldn't get pregnant like not even a miscarriage or anything you know so throughout this whole journey there will be people who be like you know give him a give him a sibling yeah why are you not getting pregnant you've yeah. done too much weight uh this and that this and I, I i was so bitter about it right and the wake-up call for me was i my sister-in-law got pregnant like year after year after year you know the first one same age as my son and then when she got pregnant the third fourth time she got so scared to tell me my whole family was scared to tell me and then i was super embarrassed when i thought about it like how did I react that make it, that makes them feel eh, that they cannot share this happy news with me? 
and the thing about me is i like to uh buy stuff like like from my my teen teenage years if i had money and i feel like because i've always wanted children like i i hold them in high regards you know like this will be my ticket to jannah inshallah someday so i will buy like all these rompers and this and that for like girls padahal tak ada anak perempuan you know i didn't have a daughter at all it was very like almost a deluded thing on my end so what happened was i decided to just step out of it i told myself like you need to learn to be happy for other people so soon as i heard anyone else got pregnant right i would ask them what they want to eat i will cook and send to their house this has happened many times uh, anything they feel like eating especially until today anyone tells me they're pregnant and they feel like eating something i'll do my best to cook and send to them and then all those rompers i was saving for my um my supposed second child um, I gave them away. Anyone who had a baby girl or what, you know, I would I would like spend on them. What I would have liked to spend on the daughter that I did not have then, I spent it on others. I forced myself, I reframed my mind to be happy for others and to give to others what I would have given to my own child. So in this sense, um, when I keep doing that, right, it washes away the seeds of hasad that has been planted in my heart. When I look at other people being, it was so easy for them to get pregnant. Like, like then the doctor would say you gain too much weight. I'll be like, there are people like who are bigger than me and they keep getting pregnant. And then there are these people who give birth and then they throw away their kids. La di da di da. Like I will say all the things that like the world is not fair because those who don't deserve to be mothers, they get to be mothers and I don't. You know. Then I realize all that is none of my business. <laughs> like it is not an excuse for me to be a bitter person or a person full of hasad full of envy it's not my job is like like my role in this world is like if i were to come across anyone who who like um who when i know they're pregnant or i know they lose a child how can i be of service to them that's all i think about and alhamdulillah i just got pregnant like after that seventh year and i had the daughter that that i was praying for unexpectedly i already gave up when i say give up i mean like Super give up to the point that we even sold our car. We bought an Edix, you know, Honda Edix. There's three seats in front. So it's just my husband, me, and my son. Like, I was sure I was not going to have a second child. And then, you know, Allah tells you something different. He shows you something different because I'm not going to say it's because, oh, I did all these good deeds, so Allah balas balik. It's not that. You know, um, I think it's just um, my bahagia now that i do have my daughter but the process in order to get her it really wasn't easy i had to lose like 30 kilos i had to go for like operation you know um to to make sure i was healthy and everything but she was conceived naturally in the most unexpected of ways so i think this is what i mean like be be content and be grateful that even if the good news doesn't belong to you even if it belongs to somebody else right be happy for them see how you can aid them and help them uh, inshallah, if it's your risky, it will come. And even if you are just destined to have one child or no child or six or seven child children, do take that and just know that that is your bahagian. Allah dah tetapkan macam itu, kita terima. It's just how it is. I don't know how to explain to you why, how I've reached this point where I'm just like super reda. It's reda, you know, it's not pasra. It's not like giving up. It's more like I entrust my entire being to him. My entire being. To the point that i would just go with the flow and i it's, this is something that is really hard um 
for me to share with people because they're like, why are you so positive? Why are you this? Why are you that? Indeed, your life, your life is so easy. No, it's not. <laughs> My life is not easy. You know, when as a child, I had to like search for, the whole family had to search for money inside our vacuum cleaner because there were days we had no money for food. You know, there are days that my bank is left only with $2, you know. So I've, I know what it's like. I, I have been retained. I have experienced failure. I know what it's like to um, wait uh, to, to see the pregnancy test kit, like thinking it's a positive, but it's a false one. So many disappointments after disappointment after disappointment until I tell myself, like, how much more do I need to be angry at God? You know, how would it change anything? So I will love his plans for me. I will be grateful. Uh, and from there, I think it will just like the things will start to flow nicely. Uh, that's my belief. Yeah, I hope I answered your question. Yeah, you did. I think it's not. It's just like sort of a like a mindset change. Yes, like, like la, what, mindset. Correct. Yeah, like why why be angry at God? What we get out of that? Correct. Like, why not you think about what He has given you instead, right? No, yes, correct. Like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to put out here. For most of us, we are so accustomed to actually being grateful for what we have and not what Allah has saved us from. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say some trials that some trials that we that Allah has given us, you know, we we are so quick to marungo to complain about it, but we don't see the beauty in in that. You know what, what Allah has actually put us to put us through rather. Um, probably he's also saving us from from an even bigger trial. Yeah. But here we are, you know, complaining about it. Cakap apasal, you know, apasal our nasib is like this, you know, but we, for, but we forget that, you know, despite this trial, we actually have been given, you know, this much of uh, rezeki, a good life lah, in that sense. Whenever I read Kira's Facebook post, right, it's also like, um, in a way, like a self-discovery for me. So each time she posts something, like her thoughts, her reflections and all that, it's also some. It's also a time for me to actually, you know, look back at my own beliefs, you know, look back at, you know, my own, my own uh, perangai also, like, in a way. So like how, you know, like each time, each time she posts that, you know, it's also a way for me for towards uh, self-improvement as well. You know, so hearing Kira today is also, in a way, like a self-improvement for me lah. Yeah, so for, for the rest of the girls, um, just wondering whether um, you girls have um, any thoughts uh, about um, the topic of gratitude, especially uh, in the context of this, uh, this verse. For me, the verse tells me that uh, Allah has given us so many, so many blessings and so many ways to gain jana. Why are we still not doing what he has asked us to do? That's the takeaway that I get from that verse. Lah. So yeah, lah, it's to be grateful that Allah has given us all these gifts. To and tests, also giving us tests. Gifts and tests, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Rita. How about Ayn? Anything to add? <laughs> uh, what Rita shared and Kira shared, uh, like, 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 check, uh, what? what's the word for it? Strike a chord. Strike a chord. Strike a chord. Oh, oh kan. Macam terasa gitu. <laughs> <laughs> but correct lah. I mean, I mean, it's 31 times eh. You cannot just ignore it. It's like, how yeah. can you not know? I mean, it's 31 times. So, it's that it could reinforce. It's not like one, two times. It's like 31 times. Does it even make sense? It's like to ingrain lah. You know, whatever like I've done for you. You should see it lah as 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 a as a gift and a blessing regardless. And like what Merita said is to you know to wake up <laughs> and to practice and um 
make your way towards him. Uh. Yeah, thanks, Ayin. How about Farah? Oh yeah, so when, when I listen to to the verses in Surah Rahman, uh, Allah mentions, uh, Allah, Allah describes uh, Jannah in, in vivid details. Like he, he told us the material of the couch or, or um, the lining of the couch. Like he pays so much attention to all these small, small details. And then after that, he tells us what fruits are available in Jannah and, 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 and it's lush greenery. So much, um, like I feel like he's, he's already describing to us what he has prepared for us. Um, for the afterlife and that how can we still want to commit sins knowingly um, when he has already like created this jana that is like so wonderful for you how can you still do it how, how why are you still um why are you still denying that that it exists so yeah this entire surah is is like when you listen to it i think yeah you can't help but to feel a sense of gratitude and like uh like you want to make Jana, your your goal. Like, I think every time things get hard, I, I really like to listen to the part where Allah describes Jana because you gotta make that the ultimate goal, right? You know, when we read books, right, and then you can start, you know, we, when, they, when the author describes uh, a certain scene or whatever, and then, you know, you already start visualizing. So, when, you know, with, with this surah, you know, I'm like very excited, you know, to want to be there, you know, to want to reach that goal, Jana. So, you know, with, you know, of course, it has to start also with gratitude. Um, like, I think it's the simplest things that we need to do. Like when someone prays us, let's say at work, um, you know, they praise us for our good work. Um, you know, we don't only take the, the praise, you know, the, the compliment to ourselves. We also need to remember to, to, to give thanks to Allah because without His will, you know, such things will not be, you know, will not happen. Yes, so Kira, um, yes. anything else you want to share about, uh, with us about this surah? Um, okay, I think there are a few things that I just want to share with regards to... Let's start with the being grateful aspect. It is as simple as being grateful that we get to wake up to see another day. Right? Allah, kita tidur, then kita bangun. Allah tiupkan roh untuk kita bangun, right? To face another day. So, what do we do with the day that we've been given? I am super like particular about this. I'm a generally, I'm generally a very calm person, but I get very triggered. Uh, and this is a very human uh, part of me lah. Human, uh, seorang manusia yang banyak kelemahan. Kelemahan I, I cannot deal with looking at people uh, or communities who waste away uh, the opportunities right before them. Like I, I cannot understand people who don't want to grow as a person, you know, who don't want to strive better, like as Muslims and all that. Okay, that being said, you were saying about um, how when the we are describe we are describing Jannah or like when the Al-Quran is describing Jannah and all that, um, how can it not deter us from sinning? This is a, a concept that, uh, not concept, it's, it's a kind of a belief system that I want to share and I want your thoughts, okay, to think about it. Because human beings, right, even the daripada zaman Nabi Adam, we we were created to sin. Everybody sins. Okay? Uh, only Rasulullah is maksum, which means it's about dosa, kan? So, I'm, I'm not saying let's go and sin. Nah. I'm saying that we are bound to sin. And why is there beauty in sinning? Because it is that very action um that that you uh, that caused you to sin or the it is what makes you go running back to allah 
to seek his forgiveness, which then we go back to the fact that he's very merciful, penyayang. Then Allah pemurah. When pemurah is not just generous bagi kita rezeki, bagi kita kesenangan. Pemurah in how he, um, he's very generous in the way he accepts uh, his uh, his servants back. Whenever we fall, we get back up. This is like um, macam example like uh, worldwide. Eh, I always say, mostly in America, like the ones who are in prison. You know, the rapists, the killers, and everything. It is from that that. Uh, prison that they find Islam. You get what I mean? So there is beauty in sinning as well. It's it, it's not something that that should be. We should we should look at ourselves and be embarrassed that we sin and want to do better. Yes, but it is not on us to conclude who is sinning, who isn't sinning, who banyak dosa, who akan masuk sugar, who akan masuk neraka. We have. For me, I like to apply. Um, this uh, Waliullah uh, Rabiatul Adawiyah, you know, her, her mentality is that like, like, whatever I do, I do out of my love for you. It is not so that I will be taken, uh, it is not so that I will enter heaven, neither it is, is it because I don't want to go to hell. It is solely my love for you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I think that that is what we should strive for. A bit, a bit much, is it? <laughs> I saw one of some of you to believe. <laughs> You know, um, so it, this is, it is, let's apply it to like our daily context. Huh? So we, let's say we go to school, we go to work, we want to pass, we want to get promoted. But in order to get there, th those things being an example of shurga lah or jana, in order to get there, we will stumble, we will fall, we will this, we will that. And it is, it is those very experiences that uh, makes, makes it all the more meaningful and fruitful. You know, like um, I have seen, I have I'm very sure I have. I mean, it's nothing crazy. I've never like, you know, murdered anybody on Auzubillah. Um, major sins, unless you count maybe gossiping, all these things, yes. I mean, I have done my fair share of sinning, but it is when we realize how merciful Allah is and then we thank Him for our day-to-day, -day, that is what consciously tells us this is the kind of sins you should stay away from today. Semalam kau dah mengumpat, semalam kau dah buat dosa, hari ini try to do better. Apsal pasal Allah sayang kau. That is um, how I live my life. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't expect people to like immediately understand or embrace that concept. But I think that our search and our, our struggle is just to get to our end point, which is Allah. Like we just want Allah. And everything else with the Jannah part, all that being uh, away from Naraka, all that will fall into place, inshallah. Yeah, inshallah. It is easy yeah, to actually... Um, to fall into the trap of of committing you no know, this minor minor sins through you know like mengumpat yeah. uh you know you know backbiting you know just being mean to someone yeah. but you know it takes a lot of effort <laughs> for us to you know to 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 do something right to yes. get that pahala yes. yeah so i think it is very important for us to be very aware mm. to you know to be very mindful of of our actions also whether is our action going to be uh, is our action meaningful in the first place? Is it going to serve something, a purpose to us also? Yeah. So, Kira, yes. um, before we wrap up, um, mm. I'm just wondering, do you have anything else to add on to your sharing today? Let's just sign off with the fact that um, I am not like an alim person, I'm not a warak person, I am not qualified, I am not religious. I consider myself to be spiritual, but that does not equate to being uh, an alim ulama, you know? So whatever I say, um, I do not 
uh, represent like a group of people or what. It's just something that I apply to myself. Um, and I feel that it has worked for me. And I want to say, even if it does not work for me down the road, because I face many, many challenges, it's still okay. Like I would still um, live by this ayat, which is I would continue to be content and grateful no matter what the experiences, no matter what the judgments um, and opinions others have of me. Yeah. So that's all I want to just make it clear lah, that I'm not here passai by. It's just that I have the, like, I appreciate that you all invited me and I'm, I'm happy to share my thoughts with you girls. So thank you for that. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, Kira. Yes, yes, we do. We love your <laughs> yes, thank you, Kira, for you know for accepting you know our invitation to be oh, on I, this I, podcast. I, I, I'm excited to. Well, I was very excited when I first heard about our Quran journey, because I have OCD, right? I, I every time I follow you on IG, I see you all don't follow me back. It's my OCD, you know, it's nothing else. And you all don't follow me back, so I have to keep on unfollowing you. I don't follow anyone who don't follow me. <laughs> Seriously, it's an OCD issue. But I keep on going to your page. I mean, I love your page. I think what you guys, I'm not a very podcast person. I feel that everybody's doing podcasts these days. So, but this is the one um, podcast that I will, I am happy to be a part of. Lah. So, yeah, again, uh, I appreciate you, you all having me on. Thank you so much. Yes, we love to hear your thoughts, inshallah. We Thank hope to you. have you back again inshallah. on future episodes. Yes, inshallah, inshallah. Yeah, we love your thoughts. Lah. Yes. So, thanks so much, Kira, for coming on board today. Yes. You are your very first guest. <laughs> yeah, so uh, actually you were the first person I thought of uh, for this uh, podcast. Lah. You've always been very nice to me. Thank you so much, Rafida. <laughs> Yeah, so thank you, Kira. And then, uh, yes, thanks everyone for today's session. So if you like our content, please subscribe to our Quran Journey on Spotify. And we are on Instagram as well, same handle, where we share our Quran journaling and mini book reviews. So till our next Tadabu session, inshallah, stay safe and take care. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam. Thank you.